1: Right now, get up to 30% off at Bluenile.com. Bluenile.com. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad. They seem to have really unusual names. Mackey and Judd on 1500 ESPN the schedule now pick the schedule now why
2: don't you guys talk about anything but the vikings i'm still depressed from sunday and eagles fans are mean we've
1: had so many people reach out vikings (laughs) fans on twitter email by the way we're on facebook live for this segment too facebook.com slash 1500 espn for those of you who are sitting in a cubicle and skipping out on work so that you can watch us pick the vikings schedule for the first of like 100 times this offseason, thank you. Cheers to you. Uh, all kinds of video content on our social media pages these days, 1500ESPN.com, at uh, 1500ESPN on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. But uh, we don't know the order in which they play these opponents, uh-huh. but we know the opponents because we know where the, the team's all finished in their divisions. Right, And it's a brutal schedule on paper just based on the quarterbacks they play. They've get, they get Rodgers twice. They get Brady and Breeze. Golf. You thought they'd have
0: Rogers twice this year, too.
1: It is true. They got oh, Rodgers. Are we going
0: to hurt him again? Half.
1: Maybe Anthony Barr has to do what's necessary again in 2018. You get Wentz, you get Stafford a couple times. Yeah, the, the Rams offense and Goff. So we're going to start home games and then away games. And uh, we'll go Judd, Dave, Phil around the room. Okay. And we're going to pick all 16 of these bad boys. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. All right. Home games first. Home against. The Chicago Bears. Uh just go win or loss and a little of an analysis win. if you want to. Win. Okay. Just keep going on that. Win one. Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, I think it's a win too. How about home against Detroit? That was a loss in 2017 for the Vikings.
2: I am going with win at home against Detroit, but I think Detroit, uh, if Matt Patricia is truly gonna be their coach, will be improved
1: okay i think they'll be
2: better
0: they lost to detroit two years in a row now at home or is it more overtime a couple years ago they lost both games against they've lost Mm -hmm. like three or four
1: against detroit i'm trying to remember
0: if it was three years now or just the two but
1: uh the streak ends win okay uh so we we each have two wins at this point in the game how about uh on the road no home games i'm sorry uh home against green bay home against green bay
2: i say win because i think you're going to split that series next season so oh, I, think you beat, I think you beat them at U.S. Bank
0: Stadium. The house of horrors for Aaron Rodgers. Make it a W.
2: Hitman Harry comes down on the collarbone. Oh, oh, yeah. It's Harry's already weak.
1: It. I've got it as a loss. Aaron wow. Rodgers looking for vengeance on the same field that he was laying writhing in pain with a broken collarbone. If he's hurt again, he won't be. Well, who's going to have to roll up their sleeves and make that happen, Concussion this time. How about home against Arizona? Oh. New coach, new quarterback. We don't know who that's going to be. I am going to say home
2: against
0: Arizona is a definite win.
2: Wow. You better, you with this schedule, that's one you better win,
0: actually. Yeah. Yes, Vikings favored by 20 in that game. They'll crush.
1: <laughs> uh, I don't know if they cover the 20, but they'll definitely win that game <laughs> against Arizona. And Case Keenum. Home against, it could be, it could be, home against Jimmy Garoppolo and the San Francisco 49ers.
2: This is where it gets dicey. I originally put down a W, and then I changed it. I think I think that uh, the 49ers are much improved. Garoppolo looks like he's very good. I think you lose that game. He
0: okay. looks like he's very good, except this against this regular season Vikings defense. W. So Dave's got f- five
1: wins and no losses right now. Dave's Just got the, the 72 Dolphins the coming schedule. here next okay, year.
0: Look at some 49ers. Oh, they got Jimmy G. Great. Good for them. All right. Well, uh, Buffalo at home.
2: Uh, once again, like the Cardinals, <laughs> Dave, that's one you better Dave's win. Dave's got them 15-1. and one. That's one you better win.
1: All right. So I'm going to give them a for win Judd? for that one. Dave? Come on. It's a win? <laughs> Nathan Peterman going to be the quarterback <laughs> at that point? I think it's a win as well. Yeah. Tyrod Taylor might be on the move this offseason. Yeah, he might be. How about uh, Miami at home? We'll stick with the home games. Two left. Miami at home for the Vikings next year.
2: I am going to say that that you are actually going to have plenty of success at U.S. Bank Stadium next season. So against Ryan Tannehill or Bridgewater and company, I think
1: you win that game. And maybe Cutler comes back. Who knows? That's a W. Okay. Dave's got him perfect so far. I'll take a W on that one as well. And then New Orleans coming back to U.S. Bank Stadium. No,
2: no, Saints are looking for revenge. Drew Brees back here. Saints pretty good again. That is a loss. You or know what Vikings. happened the
0: last time the Saints were looking for revenge? Sixty-one yards to Diggs. Yeah, that ain't happening. Win. Wow. House of horrors again. Wow. Breeze
1: can't win in the dome. Dave just went except his own dome. Eight and zero for the Vikings yeah. at home in 2018. This is only
0: won eight and one this year.
1: <laughs> counting. You're playoffs. on the wrong
0: station, Harrigan.
1: Where should I be?
2: Cool you, should be you should be at a station. I, I think KS ninety
1: five would be a good spot for you. Um, how about all right road games yeah. at
2: yeah. Chicago. Uh, A win again. I think Chicago's going to be improved, and I think that in the next couple of years, they'll be pretty good. But I think next year's still a little bit of a struggle. I think you can win both.
0: You can sweep Chicago. David, you better sweep Chicago if you want to be a decent team. Chicago's not going to be any good. Don't laugh at me.
1: (laughs) None of these predictions are outrageous yet. Okay, so Dave's going to win.
2: Perfection is nice.
1: Uh, I'm going to say they sweep Chicago as well in 2018. Detroit on the road at Detroit. Uh I say that is a loss
2: this time. I think Detroit's improved. I think you can beat them at home, but I think you split with Detroit.
0: And can we finally move that one off Thanksgiving? We
2: we'll yeah, just get a I Sunday with game
0: that. with Detroit, huh? Just Give a, a, standard a break. Sunday I game. I think you are yep. safe in saying that.
1: Uh lost. You can't go nine and zero. You, you can't go 9-0 and then have Detroit on the road as the you first one. Yes, player. I can. Over-open Detroit is a game. tough matchup against the Zimmer Vikings. you right. always have been. They barely squeaked by them this year Barry, in Detroit. Barry Sanders, a big day. It's going to be tough. I agree. They lose that game. All what? right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> let's go at Green Bay. At Green Bay.
2: <laughs> uh, once, again, <laughs> once again, you are going to split with the Packers, in my opinion, so you lose at Lambeau. Yeah, split's fair.
1: Uh, and Dave has him. So, so you have him losing as yes, well. I have, I have him losing as well at Lambeau Field. Uh, at Los Angeles. The, know, Ra- the Rams that would be, not the Chargers.
2: Yes, and I started that one off with a L, and the more I thought about it, I wonder if the Rams are going to uh, to have been a really nice surprise in 2017 and regress just a bit in 2018. Not be bad, but not be as good. I'm going to give the Vikings a win
0: on the road at the Coliseum. Damn, oh, that's big. That one I was uh, I, I was figuring between that and another game, probably the next one we'll get to would one would be a win, one would be a loss. I'm going to put the loss on the
1: Rams. Okay, and I also have them losing. Uh, that's going to be a Sean McVay revenge game as well. How about on the road at Seattle, Judd? Right now, by the way, with one, two, three, four games left. Well, I'll, I'll save the records for the end. Yep. We'll, we'll tie you right. up the end. All right, Seattle.
2: On the road at Seattle, reconstructed, basically, coaching staff. Russell Wilson is not going to miss the playoffs and back-to-back years. That is a loss in Seattle. That's a really, really hard
0: stadium to play into. Yeah, we'll see if that becomes a Daryl Bevel uh, revenge game, however. Vikings! win that one. They take advantage of what will still be a crappy offensive line.
1: I'm with Dave on this one. I think the Vikings get after Russell Wilson enough and and fluster him and win a close game on the road All right. in a tough environment. Alright, now it gets even dicier here. New England at Foxborough. Um,
2: this is dicey in this, though. Who's coaching him? Brady's probably their quarterback, but is Belichick
0: back? Uh, until Belichick steps down, though, I'm going to go with Bill and say it's a loss. It's like the first three weeks of the season, Vikings probably win because that's when the Patriots lose at Foxborough. But the odds are it's probably not, so we'll say Patriots win that
1: one. Vikings wouldn't first. shock me if they put that game, you know, if that was like a featured early in the season primetime game. Could but I'm going to go loss until uh, Bill Belichick retires. All right, home against, I'm sorry, on the road against the Jets at the New York Jets. <laughs>
2: Keenum huge game, four hundred and twenty-eight yards. The New York Jets upset the Vikings. Wow. You lose that game for the Jets. You no. lose that game because <laughs> Case Keenum has gone to, to the Jets or Teddy maybe.
1: No, you don't lose to the Jets. That's a win. <laughs> yeah, I'm with Dave. You're not, you're not losing to the Jets. If you do, then everyone's fired. Uh, and then a revenge game for the Vikings, perhaps at Philadelphia. Last game on our schedule at Philadelphia.
2: This is the one where you surprise. You go into Philadelphia. You were embarrassed there. You don't take your fans th- this time, though. You just go in with your team, and you pull the upset in Philadelphia
1: and win that game.
0: Yeah, Vikings have been whipped two years in a row. I don't feel that one. I think Philadelphia probably keeps, uh, keeps the Vikings at bay.
1: Keeps, and, I, and I agree with Dave on this one. I think Carson Wentz comes back. You saw what that looked like in Carson Wentz's rookie year them stomping the Vikings so I say it's a loss so I believe the final tallies here this is our first of probably 57 times we picked the Vikings schedule this year Judd has them 9 and 7 Dave has them 11 and 5 and I have them 9 and 7 with a much tougher schedule but Dave you started so you've got them undefeated at home and then kind of train wrecking a little bit on the road but that road schedule? That road schedule's really difficult. They play Russell Wilson on the road. They play Tom Brady on the road. Jared Carson Goff. Wentz, Jared Goff, yes. and Aaron Rodgers, and Matt Stafford on the road. In yeah, fact, are that's... there really any, like besides the Jets, There's not. if Tannehill comes back from Miami, I'm talking quarterback pushovers. On the road, there's, there's Arizona. not except for the Jets, right? And Chicago
2: with Trubisky, maybe? Yeah, and I'm not sold on you him. You got Stafford in Detroit, R- Rodgers in Green Bay. Yep. Brett
1: Hundley? That's a tough one tough one. Just get get someone Harry the
0: Hitman after Rodgers. That's all you need. Andy the mm-hmm. Assassin. I don't care who it yeah. is.
1: So basically if this need. holds, uh, the Vikings will for sure make the playoffs at 11-5 and five for Dave and they will be very borderline at 9-7 yes. and seven for us. We reserve the right to change this when, uh, when we want to in like two weeks. When does the actual order of opponents come out? Because they do a primetime special for that. Yeah, the they? real schedule comes out mid-April, I think. So we'll find
2: out, because, yeah, they, they do a primetime uh, schedule release now, and I believe it's around April. I think it's just before the draft, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So we'll get it then.
1: Uh, before we do anything else here, and then later on, we're going to catch up with Bob Fesco, the morning host on 610 Sports Radio in Kansas City, and get his thoughts on your Alex Smith theory from yesterday. Matthew Collar will join us on Vikings a little bit later on. Uh, if you're watching on Facebook Live, facebook.com slash 1500 ESPN, you see this giant... 55 inch TCL 4K Roku TV uh, hanging out in the background here. that is one of the best TVs you're gonna find pretty much anywhere in the country right now. If you're not really familiar with TCL TVs, I highly recommend stopping into any major local retailer and sort of sort of speak test drive one for yourself. We're talking a built-in Roku device with access to thousands and thousands of streaming channels, 450,000 plus uh, TV shows and movie episodes. And as you can see, if you, again, if you're watching on the Facebook live feed, all kinds of different sports platforms like NBA, MLB, NHL, uh, there's our WWE network in here where we can watch uh, The Undertaker bloody up opponents. So it's amazing if you're a sports fan. And, uh, if, if again, if you haven't really caught on to the TCL wave, there's a reason why TCL is a name that's kind of sweeping the nation. It's the third largest TV company in the world. TCLUSA.com and any major local retailer in the Twin Cities, Mackie and Judd. The Mackey and Judge Show rolls on.
2: Yes, sir! On
1: 1500 ESPN.
0: The Rock knows how you feel about pie. The Rock knows how you feel about pie.
1: You know what, what would make this even better is if The Rock was the color commentator for these football games. Here is... The information we know, and this was this was teased a few weeks ago when Vince McMahon sold a hundred million dollars in stock mm-hmm. to fund a new company called Alpha Entertainment, which was a company that they were uh, that, that he was launching to make investments, including professional football. But here is the latest news today. WWE founder and chairman Vince McMahon is set to announce he'll make another attempt at starting a professional football league, sources told ESPN. Alpha Entertainment, a company that McMahon formed, issued a media advisory Thursday saying that McMahon would sell – I'm sorry, saying that McMahon would have a sports announcement, a major sports announcement on Thursday afternoon. The Rock
0: knows how you feel about pie.
1: And that's going to be, I believe, at 2 o'clock Central Time. So I guess here's my question to you. Assuming it's not just in, – especially in this climate, you're not going to be able to put the XFL back on TV, even if you do it with maybe a better product on the field – and just do the upskirt cheerleader shots. That ain't going to fly in today's society You don't think in
2: 2018 that's going to be embraced? Uh,
1: no. In fact, if there's any sort of hint at that, yeah. it's going to get taken down pretty quickly. and And no major network would sign on to work with him. So do you think there's room for some other prominent league between college football and the NFL? I mean, there's been the Arena League and, you know, there's the CFL up in Canada— which is kind of a minor league, but and not, this league not like officially. runs,
2: like you're saying that this league runs uh, April through I don't know June, sure. July, something like that. You know, the difference now is this: everybody now uh, there, there's so many different sports networks now that are looking for programming. I think if you had did it right, you wouldn't. I don't think that you'd be hugely successful. I think there's room for it. It depends. My guess is. So when, when the XFL came down the pike in around 2000, NBC and Vince teamed up. I don't see a network getting close to something like this now. But the question becomes, like, would Fox Sports won? And I think if they were cut in on the action, the answer is they would do it. And if the expectations and and the costs of the league were realistic, I think
1: it might work for a while. Well, let's put it this way. You're 100% right. Networks are looking for content. No, I think the bar is a little higher for, I think you meant the network networks, like NBC, ABC, Fox, networks. CBS
2: are not going to get near
1: this, in my opinion. But, to your point, there's all kinds of cable sports networks. In fact, I've got the guide up right now on our TCL TV. It's from the TCL Broadcast Studios. Nice TCL TV, by the way. I've got, let's go to CBS Sports Network, for instance. All All right. right. All right. I'm just going to go through the guide here. In case you're wondering whether they would take... Any semblance of a football league on their network to just show games on the weekends or something. Yep. What they have today is inside college basketball a three-hour live radio show. studio shot of the Jim Rome show. Uh huh. Tiki and Tyranny. It's just a live afternoon radio Keep show. Keep going
2: to tonight now. Let's see. It's six o'clock.
1: We got time to shine. It's just like a talking head show with Adam Shine. And yep. then here's a college basketball game. Uh, Southern Methodist at UConn. So yep. I guess UConn's on TV. And then we get LIU Brooklyn at Mount St. Marys at eight o'clock tonight. So what would what would draw more of an audience? An L.I.U. Brooklyn Mount St. Marys basketball game mm-hmm. or a group of not quite NFL players if they did it right, I'm saying. If you did it like the XFL, where it's just a big joke and like yeah. it, the XFL was They tried to do professional wrestling on a football field, and it was a disaster. Yes. And where their mindset was, Vince McMahon coming in from the late 90s, because that league started in 2000, 2001. Mm -hmm. And Monday Night Raw not only was the highest-rated cable TV show for like two or three years, they were doing six, seven, and eight shares at times. So Vince McMahon's ego has always been crazy, but he's thinking, I can put anything on TV as long as it's sort of violent and— and vulgar, and, and twenty-five-year-old guys will love it. Yes. So he was way too haughty going into the early two thousands. Yes. Um, so you'd have to have a pretty accurate gauge Here, of what people want in two thousand eighteen.
2: Here's the potentially smart play if if you're him and and you're going to dive back in this pool. The smart play is this: Can you establish a league that would be the one thing that that the National Football League is completely lacking right now? A minor league. Can you get can you put together a real football league filled with rosters of guys who are good but not great and some who probably belong in the in the pros but can't make it and give them a vehicle or a place to play like the Kyle Slaughters sure can you or then whatever can you then get CBS or or Fox Sports 1 or something like that to carry that league and then the question becomes this and this is what every smart billionaire does can you make it successful and you would know can you make it successful do. no i will gi- i will give you the example can you make it successful enough that the national football league four years down the road says whoa 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 first it's it's a successful established league and second of all we want in we'll buy it from you um if i'm not mistaken when i was a kid and ca- and i first got cable a few years after i first got cable ted turner established a music channel to compete with MTV. And I want to say that that channel was around for a year and a half or two years. And guess what? MTV says, we want this. They come to Turner, buy it, and if I am correct on this, it became VH1. Hmm. So my point being is, if, if you come now, if you're Vince now and you say, I'm going to do this again and we're going to have a wrestling football league, you're going to fail. But if you set up a minor league system, which which right now for the National Football League does not exist... And you can actually get a decent product, and eventually Goodell and the boys say that looks good. We'll buy it. That's the smart play. So I'm
1: doing a little number crunching here. Here's the problem, okay? Revenue. If your goal is to pull quality players, and there's this there's this middle ground right now called a practice squad, right, in the NFL, where guys aren't actually on the 53 man roster, but they get paid like five or six or seven thousand dollars a week. So they make six figures. You make six figures on a practice squad. You, I think you make between a hundred and hundred fifty thousand dollars per season if you're on a practice squad, mm-hmm. but you're not actually playing. But you know what? If you're practicing with the team and an offensive lineman goes down, Rashad Hill was on the Jaguars practice squad, and he was a phone call away from, well, our our offensive line's a disaster. We need some help, and so you get plucked and you get put on an NFL roster. Can you can you take? Guys who are on practice squads now or guys who are just on the the next layer, right? Who would be maybe on their couch waiting for a phone call to be on a practice squad mm-hmm. and find a way to give them, you know, similar money, like eighty or a hundred thousand dollars a year in some way. If you put together 50-man rosters and and you had eight teams in the league, mm-hmm. you'd need like 35 to 50 million dollars just in salary operating revenue player funding and that doesn't even count the travel yeah and everything else i mean can you set up a league that generate and 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 it's all going to be based on how many people watch and then how much can you charge for advertisements but uh i don't know i think i do think we're headed to a point where there's so much pushback in college sports those guys want to make money off their names the johnny manzels the guys like i know we kind of make fun of Isaiah Washington and this jelly fan, jelly and fan, the jelly yeah. roll, but he's got four. So I know he's a basketball player, and we're talking about the football league. He's got four hundred thousand followers on his Instagram account. He could make money off of his likeness if he wanted to, if he wasn't tied down right. by NCAA restrictions. So there would be players that would choose instead of going to college for a year or three years, and that they, they might choose. Hey, I'm nineteen years old. I can leave and go. I might play go play in this league. like this minor league if it, if it's credible. I don't know if I trust Vince McMahon. And I love him as you know me. I love wrestling, but I don't trust him to put together this successful league that that might you know that the that the country might actually have an appetite for. Let's take a let's take a call here six five one six four six eight two five five Jay, You're on the show. Hey guys, so. while I was on hold, I think you guys hit on a lot of the points I was gonna say. I I would definitely think it could be successful if they. Uh, If they offered high school kids contracts or kids coming out of high school, like 18 plus, um, because let's be honest, I think a lot of the top talent is they want to make some money. I don't think they really care about going to school or whatever. I I would offer them contracts, and um, it might even level the playing field for college football then, too. Who knows?
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I think I I think if the if the thought process here is is we're going to compete with colleges, that's smart. If the thought process is let's put together a product that's going to compete with the National Football League, that's dumb. But if you go after the college kids, it's really, really smart. The NCAA is rudderless. As far as I'm concerned, they have no clue what they're doing. They don't they don't want to pay players, they want to punish them, and yet they make millions and billions. And so I think if you if you look at this as an opportunity to cherry pick from them, it's very very smart. But, and and if you start the if you start the league's year in April and go through July, it couldn't work to get viewers. So I,
1: think. I do agree that there is an angle there to maybe take on college football. But here's the biggest problem: if you're branding it as this is a better this is a better situation for you to eventually play in the NFL. Like that's what you want. You want the best. Co- if you're going to compete with college football, you want the best high school players that would be the best college players to play in your minor league, right? Mm-hmm. So your pitch would be, "Hey, this is a better situation for you before you eventually go to the NFL." How are you supposed to convince some of these blue chip offensive tackles in high school and some of these top quarterbacks like the Josh Rosen's? Mm-hmm. It's actually better for you to come play for this rattlesnake team in Las Vegas where Vince McMahon owns the league versus playing for Nick Saban or playing for some of the other top college coaches in the country. Like Nick Saban knows how to develop players and send them to the NFL right. and help them make millions of dollars. Right. Vince McMahon doesn't yet. So there's, this is a super tall task, but you know what? But if you get coaches who can do it, it
2: <laughs> perhaps if, if this is, is looked at the same way that the XFL was, it's going to fail and fail quickly. But if you look at the opportunity here, and let's say you go out and try and get a Saban, let's say you say, you know what, bleep it, we'll pay, uh, we'll pay a ridiculous fee. You don't have to worry about administrations. You don't have to concern yourself with with the NCAA guidelines and rule book. Just come, coach football and you're the GM and coach and we'll pay you a ton to do it. Dave,
1: what kind of stuff do you have next?
0: Turns out Eagles fans can be decent people. We have details on that and Draymond Green's just kind of a jerk. Yeah, he is
1: kind of a jerk. (laughs) Door. Mackie and Judd now continue on 1500 ESPN. And
0: stuff you should know about is sponsored by Indeed. Are you hiring with Indeed? You can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash hire.
1: And now, ladies and gentlemen, please rise. Then remove your caps. As we honor America and the twin Cities sports scene with the playing of stuff you should know about. All
2: right, Dave Harrigan, what do you got for stuff today?
0: So it was NBA countdown yesterday, the ESPN show. They're all sitting around debating the topics of the day and, one of the hot topics around the NBA the last week or so has been referees and players ripping refs and getting very upset with calls being made or missed. And Brian Windhorst, an NBA uh, reporter for ESPN, had this to say: "Draymond Green said every referee should be fired. I mean, <laughs> that's insane. KD oh, has been been chewing on guys' ears all the all season long. KD is right; he is being targeted." Because he's made himself a target. Okay, so the very first part there, the Draymond Green said all refs should be fired. That's something he took from The Athletic, something that Draymond Green was quoted as having said a few days or a week ago. Well, apparently Draymond doesn't appreciate being quoted and being or having his quotes then repeated because he must have been watching when he tweeted out, don't bring up my name, no-neck. I'm wow. not the topic of y'all conversation today. Wow.
1: He called Windhorse no neck? Yes, he did.
0: But he said what he said. Yes, he did. And he didn't like being. So he didn't like the fact that
2: Brian then read that quote, thought, hey, that's a pretty interesting quote. I'll use. Okay.
1: Here's what I would ask Draymond. That's just being a jerk. You're I don't right. disagree. Like, NBA refs are. There's a lot of ego involved and stuff. You remember when Joey Crawford was just running roughshod over the NBA? Where Tim Duncan looked at him wrong once and got ejected from the bench or something? So I get it. There's definitely some flaws there. Mm -hmm. But is there another group of better officials? If you were to fire all of the NBA officials like idiot Draymond Green says, is there like a better group of officials that would come in and and raise the water level? Probably not. not I was
0: very highly thought of doing intramural
1: basketball at the U. I'm sure I you mean, were. I was pretty solid. I guess we could give Teddy Valentine give a promotion out, from Dave? the Big Ten to uh, the NBA.
0: Yeah, you throw a T out there once in a while, sure. Really? Oh yeah, you yeah, have to do it. Getting sworn at or what? Oh, a lot of cussing, a lot of people complaining. You know, if I once in a while, I'd boom, T him up.
1: Did you do I the like quick, it. like the quick T thing too? I didn't. Know and then you... turn to the scores table. Or... I, yeah, probably. I don't remember. Come on, you teed guys out. up though,
0: right? I think I probably You're get one too. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Why not have a little fun? Huh? We're having fun too. Uh, Eagles fans are having fun Sunday, giving it to Vikings fans. But apparently some Eagles fans feel bad about how others gave it to Vikings fans. A la, you know, thrown beers and verbal and physical harassment. Apparently, we have another uh, charity that's being... Uh, funded as a result of other fan bases that would be the eagles who feel bad the mike zimmer foundation has received over seven thousand dollars now in donations according to Corey zimmer she or uh, oversees the family foundation mike zimmer foundation dedicated to serving youth in minnesota created in honor of mike's wife uh, late wife vicky zimmer died in 2009 but eagles fans feel
1: bad seven grand that's it huh I mean, it's it's a great cause, but se- seven grand, all the people in that stadium, it starts.
0: Give it time, I build.
2: I don't want their money. Here's what I want. This is so easy. Throw the throw the people who were throwing full beer cans at, at people's heads in jail. Like the the starting point of this entire thing is, if the Philadelphia cops gave a damn, this would be cut off. But outside, they don't care. The Philadelphia cops don't care. I don't want their money. Just incarcerate the people that deserve it and take them away in the paddy wagon, and then you're just fine.
0: Well, let's talk about another act of charity. Perhaps this will make Judd feel happy, although I can guarantee it won't. (sighs) Did you hear about the vandals in Iowa on Monday? No. Dyersville, Iowa. Oh, is this the Field of of Dreams thing? Sister in law are there. What? No. Yes. What happened? Terrible thing (sighs) posted to the Field of Dreams movie site on Facebook on Tuesday a couple photos showing some tire tracks going through the infield and outfield someone drove and did some you know whatever wheelies in the uh, in the, on the field mm-hmm. last night our beloved field capitalized field yep. was vandalized we cannot fathom why a soul on this planet would desecrate this holy ground we pray for whomever did this to our special place that they find peace in their hearts before opening day <laughs> april 1 We will work work toward repairing this damage. Mm. A little heavy-handed. Yeah. But it did the work. Uh, The estimated cost for repairs, Mm $15,000-ish. So far, the GoFundMe, which has been set up, already up to $8,765 as of right now. And my favorite comment below... All the uh, uh, donations comes from a guy named Brad who has a little photo of his family hanging out with all the the players, you know, in their old White Sox uniforms. My family visited there two months or two summers ago. It was a magical experience, (laughs) certainly not one I'll forget. Please fix this, and may the perpetrators answer to God one Hmm. day if they never have to answer to the law. Is it
1: is it possible Moonlight Graham had a heart attack while driving the van? (laughs) First of all, and just like spun out, you know, I've been there like five times. I was once struck out by a
2: nine year old kid there. So I hate the place. It was really embarrassing. Second of all, that sounds
1: like a you problem. It
2: is. But second of all, here's my first thought. My cynical thought is this $15,000 worth of damage. They've raised 8,000 in how long?
0: Uh, since Tuesday morning when that first Facebook. note. Two came words out. for you boys. Inside job. What inside? All I'm saying
2: is, if I'm a creative Ojibgan in Dyersville, and you got time in Dyersville, and you're th- sitting around thinking, you know what we need, Marge,
1: some new bleachers. We need new
2: bleachers and twenty-five thousand dollars. That's what we need. Why don't you tonight go have a couple of those delicious Miller Lights, get in the car, and dry, uh, check the tire tracks and check. What type of car and tire and tires the people that own that place have? That's all I'm saying.
0: <laughs> wow. Inside job. So are you are you saying you don't believe the cost to fix it is anywhere near 15 grand? All I'm saying is this GoFundMe thing is absolutely genius because it 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 allows you
2: to make people feel terrible for you when it's very possible that if you're creative, smart, and a little bit evil, that you actually did it yourself. <gasps>
1: I think it was Kevin Costner's dad just coming in. It was the ghost from the from the the cornfield. Want to have a catch? Son? Probably haven't driven in a hundred years, yeah. and cars are different now. And no, Dad, didn't... I
2: don't. I don't feel like a catch today. Go back to the cornfield.
1: <laughs> You're unbelievable.
0: Uh, Inside job. Kansas basketball Jayhawks Udoka Azubuke. You familiar with him? Oh. Seven feet tall. He's a big man. I'm he impressed, by the way. Throws it down. Thank that was you. Good. Thank you. I'm pretty good. The one thing he can't do is shoot free throws. Mm -hmm. He's a terrible free throw shooter. A few days ago, I saw a piece that he was actually considering going underhand-style free throws because he's so bad. Well, the team uh, lost a close game to Oklahoma a couple days ago, and once again, his terrible free throw shooting was a problem. They did the hack-a-shack on him towards the end of the game. Couldn't make a dang thing. Oklahoma won by a few points. That brings us to yesterday. Police called to the dorms, I believe, at the uh, University of Kansas. As they were called, yes, to the men's basketball dorm Wednesday because a man reportedly showed up multiple times offering, quote, free-throw advice. call came in around 3.30 p.m. By the time police arrived to the dorm, he was not there. That's no word on exactly who he was trying to give that advice to, but we all know who it
1: was. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh unless there's a there's a rec league kid who's having equal problems with the free throw line I, I don't know why do why, if you are that bad at free throws why is there so much shame okay there's more shame in shooting like 35% from the line than shooting underhand. Like, it's more embarrassing when you yeah. airball free throws than it would be if you were to shoot underhand yeah. and shoot like Rick 70%, Barry. right? He is 37.5% from the oh. line this season. Yeah, that's more shameful than some weird motion that people might laugh at you for. As They're laughing team. more for your failure. As a team, Jayhawks just under 70%, uh,
0: 223rd among all Division One teams.
1: So they'd be much higher if that dude could figure out how
0: to, <gasps> how to make, make one once half in a while. his free throws. Yeah. All right, let's uh, wrap this up by giving Phil a chance to geek out. And now, Phil Mackey does everything he can to ignore reality and defend a hero of his youth, despite knowing in his heart that hero is broken beyond repair. Give it to us, Phil. We are two hours away from Tiger Woods' return to a uh, return to sanctioned. PGA golf.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think he probably sniffs the top spot on the leaderboard around uh, two o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Mm-hmm. So like mid afternoon tomorrow, I think he'll he'll emerge to the top of the leaderboard. He
0: is twenty five to one, according to Vegas, to win the event today, which is the seventh best odds out there on anybody in the field.
1: It's Torrey Pines, right? Correct. It's the course that he's won That's at his course like eight or nine times or something. Just fine yeah. at Torrey Pines. Do we know what his odds to win the Masters are right now? Mm. They can't be terrible think we need to look that up i did see something yesterday uh players so they basically took phil mickelson off the board so players 45 years of age and younger mm-hmm. uh so they took all the senior guys and phil mickelson off the board tiger woods has more wins in florida than any other pga tour member has wins period in their career wow uh so he and they did this they broke it down too by like california florida he has, I want to say, 80 some career wins. And Dustin Johnson is next on the 45 year nice. and younger list with 17. Jeez. 17 career wins.
0: Woods, after his two uh, opening two rounds at Hero World, dropped to 15 to
1: 1 to win the Masters. Wow.
0: Which is unbelievably low. Yeah. Uh, let's
1: see. That's probably <laughs> pretty similar. I mean, he came out, he emerged alive. Still walking. Which is good. like 20 to 1. That's good for him. Yeah, that helps. Not
0: paralyzed, not on crutches. That's all good. I don't know if that's changed yet. I'm going to have to do some more deep research during the break here.
1: Okay. Uh, We have, we're going to get into, Judd made a bold proclamation yesterday about what the Vikings should do with their quarterbacks this offseason. One of the plans includes Alex Smith, and we'll talk to uh, the morning show host on 610 Kansas City, Bob Fesco, in about 45 minutes from now. And uh, we'll get back into our Hall of Fame debates and discussions. There's still a lot more meat on that bone. The, the outrage that we uh, both started the show with. Mackie and Judd. Phil Mackie.
2: I am so sick of you right now. You make me want to puke. I mean, honestly, I want to puke right on this microphone.
1: Judd Zolgad. I think you're clueless. I think you're entirely clueless. Mackie and Judd on 1500 ESPN. The big game is coming
0: up, and 1500 ESPN and TCL want to make sure you are ready for it. Every day this week, it's your chance to win a 65-inch, 65 65-inch 65 TCL TV plus a $100 gift certificate to Crave for your big game party. Check out the 1500 ESPN stream player for details. It's brought to you by TCL, the official TV of football playoff parties.
1: I've got a list. It's taking forever to load here from City Pages because they're putting all the pictures in of all the new foods. Did you guys see all the... They had the Super Bowl uh, food experience display. I think it was at the Gopher Stadium. It was. Rook was out there eating it yesterday. (laughs) Of course. Shocking. Of course. Can't believe that.
0: (laughs) Amazing. Free food, and Rook Rook, found himself.
2: Rook found his way there. Never.
1: Oh, my God. Was he pounding the uh, flaming hot Cheeto topped macaroni? (laughs) Is there any doubt? Flaming Thank hot. God he lost all that weight, so now he's in great shape. Though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna give you guys you give me a thumbs up, thumbs down on some of this stuff. Okay. All right, this is, there's a lot of local twists here. They do have they do have a Philadelphia uh, sort of centric sandwich, and a new they have a New England clam roll sandwich. Does that do anything roll. for you guys?
0: I've mm. heard of the lobster roll. I've never heard of a clam roll.
1: You know what? Yes, it does. I'd give it a shot.
0: Yep. Thumbs up for me, too. Why not?
1: How about the South Philadelphia Roast Pork Sandwich from House Divided? Don't you have to go cheesesteak if you're going to... Hold that on. Seems weird. Yeah. Say that
2: again. South Philadelphia.
1: South work. Philadelphia Roast Pork Sandwich from House Divided.
2: I would also try that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like, sounds good, actually. Like a pulled pork thing yeah. or something?
1: Yeah. That sounds... I'd be very happy to do that. I sense a theme here. How about the, let's see here, we've got a uh, Ike's Roadhouse Sloppy Joe, all-beef sloppy joe, onions, peppers, spices, Kaiser roll, and house chips. I love how you have to have the house chips on the side there, too. I do like a good Kaiser roll. I'd like to know how it's different than a regular sloppy joe, but sure, why not? What about the soda dog? It's an all-beef hot dog, tater tots, chive sour cream, paprika, and a poppy seed bun. So, like, tater tots Mm, on the actual hot dog. I do love chive
2: sour cream. I'm in.
1: What about the Kramarchuk's wild rice bratwurst? Oh yeah, with yep. Car- <laughs> yep, no question. You to finish? Wild rice, the caramelized onions and the lingonberry—is it chutney? Yeah. yeah, chutney. Love chutney. I don't know what Do that it. is, but I would for sure eat it's this. Like kind of a jellyish texture, yeah, cranberry yeah, type, right? It would uh, it would go well.
0: Okay. Lingonberries with the with the the, the salty meat—that would
1: be very good. By the way, the New England clam roll—I've got a description here. It's. It's a kettle chip crusted fried clams, Ooh. house tartar sauce, yeah, I like shredded sauce. lettuce, and uh, a griddled mm. roll. A Do you what? Now? A griddled roll, like a yeah, like a it's like a roll that oh okay it, okay it's like a sandwich yeah
2: tartar sauce not bad so yes I say yes on all of these and right now by my counts
1: I'm two eighty one. Uh, there's a, a a mac and cheese twist here a couple different ones you got the chipotle chicken mac and cheese goat mac and cheese. Oh. Maybe this is all in one thing. Nope. This might all be the same thing. It's chipotle chicken goat cheese, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, borzen with herb, white American cheeses, the Flamin' Hot Cheetos and and Cool Ranch Doritos. No. This sounds like no. it sounds like too much
2: for me to be I I liked elements pick of what you read. Like
1: pick a chip, you know?
2: I like portions,
0: but I don't think I can take yeah. that whole thing. How about just macaroni and cheddar? That's good for me. All right. We don't need the chips
1: and the goat cheese. Not and at the, the Super Bowl, crap. Dave.
0: No, that's fine. That's the first thing I say I think
2: I'm
1: going to pass on. <laughs> uh, there's also, uh, let's see, head-to-head signature cocktails. The Wicked Red. Well, that's got to be New England, right? The Wicked Red. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cranberry juice, rum, and blueberry. And then the Midnight Green Punch. Represent Philadelphia with That's... vodka, sour apple, and lemon lime soda. That sounds do anything for you guys.
2: Extremely dangerous. I'll no. Have a beer. No, I'm passing on all of those. And I'll throw it at you.
1: And then the only other thing I can find on this list of of uh, like themed foods, the smoked pork belly sandwich with mustard barbecue sauce, pickles, slaw, and Texas toast. Uh huh. And hush puppies with roasted jalapeno and cheddar and revival house hot sauce. The revival booth.
0: I'm in. Not a big hush puppy guy, but you know what? Dang it, I'll give it a shot. I'm okay. in, and right now, by my calculations, I'm 292. Are these yeah. the in-stadium options is the wait- I'm doing the way my weight at- gain from all this. Okay. Is this all the in-stadium stuff? This isn't like, you know... No, I think this is in-stadium, yeah. Okay, this isn't stuff you can get throughout the week at parties or whatever, too. They'll be doing it.
1: No, but- and then if you decide that you want dessert after all of this... I do. And you have money left after I spending $7,000 on a ticket and $500 <laughs> on every food item... There's the espresso a la mode. no French vanilla ice cream, chocolate shavings, mini marshmallows, and espresso sauce.
2: No, that's no not a coffee guy. I'm with yeah. I love coffee,
1: but no on all those. What about the blue unicorn? I feel like some of these would be on uh, like some of those like slang sex moves websites. The blue unicorn <laughs> just sounds like Kristaps Porzingis after he holds his <laughs> breath for a while. <laughs> uh, blue moon ice cream. <laughs> Fruity Pebbles, no. Strawberries, Sprinkles, Bubblegum Sauce, oh, and Whipped Cream. What is Bubblegum? Fruity, gum fruity sauce? Pebbles, I'm, I'm a big fan of. But not the Blue Moon? I thought you'd jump at the Moon. I would moon. try that, yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, okay, hold on a second. New calculation, 298. So there it is. Those are the... I'm nearly three,
1: 300 pounds once this game is gone. <laughs> totally worth it. On just a little bit of a diet. <laughs> oh, I missed one. Walleye Chowda. Potatoes, wild rice, vermouth, dill, and a sourdough roll. I'm guessing it's served like in a in a bread bowl of some kind. Let's I am, do that. I am in completely. Let's do that. Wild
2: rice. I am in all the time. Is that like your if favorite food. I love rice. Wild rice. I love rice. I absolutely love rice. I am in on anything that has rice. It's bad White for rice, you, but I like rice, it. I don't care. Wild rice. I love. It. I love rice. All types of rice. Seriously, <laughs> I love rice. So I'm in.
1: Jerry rice. I do you love. Lamp He's a great too? receiver, <laughs> great receiver.
2: I am in on. I am in on any food that contains rice. I'm going to be in some on
1: some of my favorite segments on the show are when Judd just starts listing things that he likes or that are awesome, and then just, rice is like, awesome. And then that's it. True, Brown rice, white True rice.
0: story. Last night I made and ate tofu for the very first time in my life. Uh huh. And your thoughts? I went into it for the last three days knowing this was coming. <laughs> frightened, hell is all hell. I was scared while making it. I don't want to eat this crap. Yeah. I,
1: I'm frightened. Because no one knows like what it really is. <laughs> yes, it was just that. like blocks of. It's like pillow blocks. I know. I had to cut it. I had to cook it. You know,
0: pan fry it in these on top of these zucchini noodles or zoodles, as we call them. Yeah,
1: big fan. No shame. It was all right. Well, I think the uh, I didn't hate it. So we do tofu. The sauce helped. At least once a week, we sauce, do tofu says. instead of like uh, you know a meat or a seafood of some kind. Yeah, it's all about. Seasoning it to death and yes. char it enough to where it doesn't taste. Tofu's like it. sort tofu. of
0: just bland,
1: right? Yeah, you got to season so the hell of it. So it's not going to
0: be bad. No, we had like a peanut butter sauce that was thrown on everything. So that's yes. all you taste. Sauce it. makes everything me, better. Believe me, I had like seven different fast food coupons in my pocket, ready to run out of the house at a moment's notice.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love Judd. Yesterday on yesterday's show, raving <laughs> about how at. At Ruby Tuesdays, they list out all the calorie counts. And then today's show, it's all about how he loves sauce and rice. With everything. No, 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 no,
2: no, no. I'm sorry. I said I hate the calorie counts. Oh, you hate them. Because okay. they make me feel guilty. And then you realize salad is fattening, too. Uh,
1: well, if you dump a, a gallon of ranch dressing, felt, of course.
2: The menu had analytics. It had calorie. It had every possible. Th- By the time I got done, I felt so bad about yeah, myself, I barely wanted to eat.